Welcome to Young Adult at Heart, Great YA Reads for All Ages, part of the Camden County Library family of podcasts. I'm Kristen, and with me is my special guest, Alexis. <laughs> I'm still so sad. Alexis is a special guest today and not a co-presenter because Alexis is now adulting with a job, another uh, job. Yes, yes, sad times, but now I'm just the talent. She is the talent. <laughs> And she agreed to come in um, and do this today with us without any compensation. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I and still love it. <laughs> so uh, moving forward, um, I'm going to be having different guest hosts each month. But we will not be hearing the end of Alexis. Oh, no. I'll be back for more guest spots. Yeah. You can't get rid of me that easy. No, we cannot. <laughs> and I would weep if we could. So <laughs> I wouldn't let you. Um, today we're going to be presenting on Optimists Die First, which was by Susan Nielsen. I think it's Nielsen. Pretty sure it's Nielsen. If you haven't picked up on it by yet, well, this is our sixth podcast. I think I am pretty notorious for butchering, butchering authors' names. I mean, you heard me try to pronounce the character's name earlier, and I'm still not sure how it's pronounced, so yeah. it's yeah. not just you. Names are a struggle. Yeah, yeah. Alexis, let me choose this book this month. Um, so I'm going to give us a quick summary about the book before we start. 16-year-old Tula suffers a family tragedy that has made her shut herself off from the world. Tula, who once had a happy, craft-filled life, is now afraid of everything. The worst part of her week is her comically lame mandatory art therapy class. She has nothing in common with the small band of teenage misfits except that they all carry their own burden of guilt. When Jacob joins their ranks, he seems so normal and confident. Tula wants nothing to do with him or his prosthetic arm. But when they're forced to collaborate on a unique school project, she slowly opens up and he inspires her to face her fears. Until a hidden truth threatens to derail everything. Dun, dun, dun. I know. Can we just talk about how much I love the name Yart as their art class? Yes! Yay! Yart! <laughs> I thought it was so good. It's like a snappy little name, you know? I like it because I was a teen librarian for eight years, and teen librarians are young adult librarians. So, yeah. like, everything was like Yalsa. I remember you talking about Yalsa. Yeah. yeah. Everything had like a Y. We should have a YART. <laughs> what, what did the Y stand for? Youth, Youth Art Therapy. Oh, yeah, because that's a Y. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could use some art therapy in my life. <laughs> we'll start with the letter Y. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a firm believer that. Arts and crafts can make everything feel better. Absolutely. Absolutely. So optimists die first. Can, wait, can, can I just, I, I wrote one sentence for a summary. And yes, I do have it. to say, I kind of like it. What 16-year-old Tula lacks in friends, she makes up for it in irrational fears. <laughs> I feel for her so hard. <laughs> so Tula is scared of everything. Yes, yes. I mean, she kind of has a reason to, but then she also goes out of her way to Google freak accidents. And, uh, like, freak accidents is putting it really mildly. Yeah. Like, the woman who fell out of her window. Watering her Water her plants. Yes. The person, the nurse who was walking home from her shift. On her, yeah, or, or and working, was yeah. hit by, like, falling debris from a construction site. Uh, my favorite was the little boy who died after using his pogo stick for the first time. It because he hit his head on a rock. Yes. Oh my god. I just how does she find how does she find these things? Like, do you Google weird deaths? I don't want to find these things. I don't ever want to Google that, but I'm very concerned. I mean, Susan Susan Nielsen had to have Googled some things, right? Maybe. 
So I was going to wait later to make these parallels, but Optimus Die First was more of like a fluffy, feel-good version of All the Bright Places. Yes. Without the suicide. Correct. But like that same, like, except... It deals with a heavy subject matter in a ver- very realistic and almost lighter way. Yes. But Tula had that same obsession with death. Yes. As the young man's name who we... Finch. Yes. Oh, yes, 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 Woo! Finch. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I remember the bird. Um, as Finch had with uh, people committing suicide. Finch and Violet, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Good, go us. But once again, where Finch was like manic. Finch had a lot of, a lot more psychological problems than Tula, Tula does. Tula just seems Tula's sad. a bit lost. She's clearly suffering from, I mean, I'm not that. I'm a doctor or anything. I just suffer from some of these things. But <laughs> she she very obviously is suffering from depression. I mean, it's no secret that the book is about her little sister dying. So I was going to talk about that because I I actually picked this book because I really like the cover. Yeah. Because I'm guilty of that. I picked it up without reading anything about it. You know I do that. That's what you do. But it's, it's very early in the book that they address that. Correct. Like the first chapter. So I always do some researching now. If less, never <laughs> books go. Yeah. I like to do some researching and see what we're reading. And I knew that in this book, Tula had a sister who died. Yes. And I remember which, you saying that to me. You yes. said to prepare myself. To, yeah, to be ready for a sister who died. Which, once again, all the bright places, Violet had a sister who died. And we're used, you read YA books, you get siblings who die. Yeah. I was not expecting it to be her three-year-old sister. Yeah, no. Who died. Me neither. And I have a five-year-old son. So... Anything with a small child dying, for some reason, that just it just slams me in. Like I live with gut. five nieces and nephews. I feel your pain. So this book ended up being a lot harder for me to read, even though it was a much lighter book, because yeah. it was such a freak accident how she died. And I'll, we'll talk about that, too. Um, yeah. Tula was a crafter. Yes. And um, her sister, Maxine. Yes. Yeah was a big fan of Max from Where the Wild Things Are. So Tula and her best friend Rachel, they made her um, a costume, a Max costume. Like and wolf suit. Yes, and Tula was home watching her little sister and um, her sister taking crying and took a nap, but turns out she was sucking on the costume and a button got loose and lodged in her throat and killed her. And uh, so like as, as a paranoid mother, like I might have watched my kids sleep like half the night that night because it's – I mean, it is such a freak accident, but yeah. I mean, these things happen, yeah. and I don't know. For some reason, like teenagers who die in a car accident is nowhere near as awful. Maybe when my child is a teenager, it'll be more awful for me. But I think because it's a little bit more personal, this struck you know? a nerve. Yeah, and not even like struck a nerve because you have such a young son. Personal, like when you're in a car accident, it's two separate entities colliding into each other when mm. you're watching somebody and they choke to death you ultimately feel way more responsible than a piece of heavy heavy machinery taking somebody else's life you yes. know yes. it's very intimate yes yes so so Tula's little sister is already dead by the time the book starts yes. um Tula had a best friend they loved crafting after the incident, Tula hates crafting. And she is now scared of absolutely everything mm-hmm. to the point where she will walk two blocks out of her way home to avoid a construction site. Um, 
she leaves class early so that she's not around other people because she's afraid of germs. Yes. And while this seems like when we're talking about like it seems like a very heavy topic, it's not portrayed no. overly heavy. I, I think because she doesn't really address like the sadness. She she wakes up and she's like, okay, this is just this is what I have to do. I have to do this at this time. I have to go around this way. I have to wash my hands for two rounds of happy birthday. Yeah. And this is just how life is now. You could tell she's carrying guilt. Yes. But her voice is like it's, her voice is no nonsense. Exactly. It is very matter and of fact. She makes it seem like she has accepted what has happened and this is just how she intends to live. Her life. This is how it is now. Yes. So that's Tula. And then there's Jacob, which is Jacob. I uh, did I like him? I don't even know I if I liked him. Yeah, I, he seemed too perfect. Maybe like he yeah. he fixed everything. And why is it that a boy always has to fix? Come in and fix somebody else. Yes. And Although I mean, she does. There is talk of her fixing him. Yes. Although you don't see it. Correct. I I don't know. I didn't like him because I have dealt with a a lot of being lied to in my life in various relationships. And instantly when he's brought into this, he's presented as a liar. He lies to her. He lies to the class. And she says, calls Matt right away. She's like, that's not your life. That was a movie I watched like three days ago. Yes. He definitely tells tales. Yes. Small tales. And although he might have a valid excuse for trying to hide things, the extent to which he goes to lie to all of them, even after all of, like, they obviously, they bond, they come together. He mm. compares them to The Breakfast Club. I don't know if any of you have heard of The Breakfast Club. Oh, they've know. all heard of The Breakfast How have you not heard of The Breakfast I, Club? No, children might not have. I mentioned this to my nephew. He thought I was speaking another language. <laughs> I don't know how old our listeners are. Our listeners are awesome. And even if they're super young, they totally know The Breakfast Club. And if you haven't heard of The Breakfast Club, just watch it. Watch anything with the Brat Pack in it. They're amazing. I don't sound my age right now. No. You sound my (laughs) age right now. (laughs) I can see it on your face as I'm talking. You seem actually a little bit older than my age right now. (laughs) I swear. I'm a child. I promise. (laughs) Oh, where was I going with that? Oh, he lies. He just, he lies so much and it made me very uncomfortable. Yes. And not as much as having an unreliable narrator, because he's not the narrator, Correct. but I just I I didn't like him for that reason. It'd be hard to forgive so many lies. And and the thing is forgiveness is definitely a theme in this. It is. Yeah. Forgiving yourself, forgiving other people, mm-hmm. having people forgive you. Mm-hmm. Um Jacob like he, I mean, like, like Alexis said, immediately it's just these small little lies about his past. Yeah. And everyone kind of just shrugs it off and Tula and Jacob meet in Yart. I love Yart. Yes. Um, some was it Ivan was dumping glitter on Tula's head. Something like that. Yeah. When Jacob came in, yeah. she calls him the Bionic Man because um, he his arm is amputated and he yes. has a prosthetic arm. Um, then later on, was it like the next day, next week, she's giving a presentation about 9/11 in her class and she's fainting, thinking about the victims. Yep. Um, I like that the last thing she thinks before she faints is, I hope no one sees my underwear. Yeah. It's so real because I've been there. 
<laughs> I've been there. That kindergarten was hard. I was going to say, even like like walking into the library, like that gust of wind comes yeah. like, when you dress up. It's like, ooh. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hold me down. I'm not Marilyn Monroe. No, no I'm not. Um, so, yeah. I forgot where I was going with that. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's all good. <laughs> Jacob, Tula. Oh, and then they end up meeting again in the hallway. Yeah. And Jacob then realizes he had seen Tula um, as he was leaving, like, yard building and he looks kind of pale and Tula says to him because there was two different counselors and the one counselor Tula did not like yeah and she told she you like know, warned him against yeah her. you know there's there's other th- options you have and yeah. it, it ends up putting him in yard mm-hmm. and now they're brought together yeah ah fate yeah something um high school fate yeah but th- those are the main characters I actually really liked some of the side me too characters. I I thought they were very the members of diverse yard. yes. Yeah, they were yeah. very entertaining. Yeah. We had Kula. I liked Kula. Uh, who had a very Greek-sounding last name that I'm not even going to... I'm pretty sure she... I mean, her, her dad was Greek, Yes. Right? Oh, so yeah. I'm, she was I'm sure she was, like, second generation. Right? Yeah, I can't even... Yeah. I can't even... I'm not going to try to butcher it. it. I might look Greek, but I'm not. Who had a really awesome misspelled back tattoo. Oh, her tattoo was so cool. <laughs> The, the lower back. Yep. Was it? It was supposed to be um beautiful disaster. Beautiful was spelled wrong. And yeah. Disaster was spelled wrong. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And later on in the book, she starts a kick fun. We a Kickstarter. Have, to we fun. all have tattoos we hate. <laughs> to have it removed. Um. There's Alonzo. I loved Alonzo. Yes. I think he was my favorite. He's the gay son of was it a preacher's family? Yeah. Um, and they disowned him when he came out, and he's now working. Oh, he was trying to kill himself. Yeah. Oh, he was suicidal, so now he's yeah. working through that. And then there was Ivan, whose mother died, and it may or may not have been suicide, yeah. and he's acting out a lot. Um, and they all do this yart together, and they're led by Betty. Yes. Betty was my probably my favorite in the yart scene, only because Betty... Um, she was still a student at that time. She was like finishing up her masters, her masters, I guess. And she kept having them do very childish things, like they have sock puppets at one point, which was incredible. <laughs> and then there was the one where were they making birds? They're supposed to release them. And oh, just kind the of paper, pl- the paper birds. And they all kind of plopped on the ground. Like that was the big releasing because obviously they can't fly. I um, loved it so much. And poor Jacob couldn't make the birds because he had a prosthetic yeah. arm. So they were supposed to write. I guess was it their biggest regret? Uh, or was fear? it regret or fear? I think it might have been fear, and they were supposed to release it into the into the wild. <laughs> but they just plopped on the ground. <laughs> so yes, so Tula's like, I took that as very symbolic. Betty's <laughs> 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 so, so, so treating these teenagers like they're like five year olds, six year olds. Yeah, yeah. And it was amazing. And, and then, then there's Rachel, Rachel's yes. a side character. And so Rachel was Tula's best friend, like yes. inseparable best friend. Former best friend. Yes. And um, when Tula's mom found out she was pregnant um, with Max, I think what they were, 10? Uh, they were 10. They were, 10. So they were 10. Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. Rachel's mom found out she was pregnant um, with her son. Yeah. So, um, um, Max would have been five, but um, Rachel's little brother is still alive. Yeah, and it's just it was very hard, and um, Tula kind of lost it on Rachel. I like that. I mean, Max's death—you're you're kind of given it right up front, yeah. and 
you don't find out right away what happened, but you do find out relatively quickly yes. how she died. You don't find out for a very long time what happened to the end of their friendship. And it's kind of dark. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in Tula's defense, she was not in a good place. And yeah. Rachel seemed like she really wanted to be there and, and help Tula, but Tula wasn't quite ready yet for that. And then when she was ready, Rachel wasn't. And they eventually work on it. Yeah, they, they do over um, over the course of the book. And, and it, But you know, I liked it because much like Insta-Love. Yes. It, it took a while, and yes. you saw how they had to work to rebuild. It was a their very friendship. realistic portrayal of that. I liked that. That was done really, really well. Um, and then obviously, mom, dad, and Max, and and mom and dad are having some issues. Yeah, they. I mean, as as you will when you lose a child. Yeah. I, I, from what I understand, I don't have children. I've never been married. But from what I understand, that. One of the main reasons for divorce and like marital issues. Yes. After you lose a child, more often than not, you end up splitting. Yes. Marriage can be hard on a good day. I yeah. mean, <laughs> you add the other elements in. Um, so, Tula's mom and dad are dealing with the death of Max differently. Yes. Tula's mom collects cats. I still don't really get the cat thing, but. I think at one point they had eight. Cats living in their house. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one cat. They all have literary names. And oh, I did. I did love that. Yes, yes. Pippi Longstocking. Mm-hmm. Love. And the one cat likes to leave um, hidden poop around the house, which is so funny because my dog does that. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was very relatable. Um, yes. The cat issues. Yeah. Um, and then Tula's dad has sort of just fallen into work. And he hides at work. Yeah, we works work. work is in air quotes right now because we find out later that he's not always going to work. He's yeah, kind of just doesn't want to be home. Yeah, um, can't blame. No. And uh, Tula, she wants to keep her parents together, so she's trying to fix. She their works. Issues. Yeah, she works very hard to keep the house as clean and organized as possible, so her parents have less to fight about. With the cats. and I'm I'm sure that's a, about. Um, a wanting them to stay together, and B she still feels responsible for the reason they're having these problems mm-hmm. because she feels responsible about Max. So she gets up in the morning, she cleans the house, she like cooks for them, throws in the wash, she cleans up the cat poop. She always clean the cat yeah. poop. Yeah, a lot of cat poop. And then after after she starts to spend more time with Jacob, and things start to get worse at home, she again blames herself. So she she's got a lot of guilt. Yes, about everything, yes. not even just about her sister. She does. But it's not, she's not like overly dramatic or angsty about the guilt. No. It's just, it's just there. It's like, it's like it's always been a part of her, maybe. Like, am I, I'm not it's explaining a, that right. No, but it's, it's hard to imagine her not as she currently yes. is. Because even as the book progresses and you see her start to heal. Yeah. She's. There's no woe is me. It's no. more, I've done this. This is what I have to do now. To try to make up for it, even if I never can. Yeah. Yeah. There's some interesting things about the book. I, I have a couple things I want to talk about. Um, so Betty was giving them all their assignments, and uh, Yard and Yard did not like Betty's assignment. Yeah. So Jacob decides he's going to help everyone at Yard overcome their issues by, by making videos. Yeah. 
So Ivan was not allowed to go to his mother's funeral. Which is really, really sad. Yeah. Um, I think, how he's the youngest member. I think he's like, yes. what, 13? Yes. 14? But So maybe he was like 10 or 11, but like his grandmother decided he wasn't allowed to go. So He um, wasn't old enough to yeah. go. So yeah. everyone at Yart decides they're going to break into the cemetery at night, and they're going to have another little funeral so that Ivan can say everything that he wanted to say to his mother. And uh, Jacob would record it because he likes to make videos, and that's what he used to do in his past life before he um, lost his arm. So let's go real quick, Jacob. Jacob um, tells everyone that um, he and his friends were in the car, and they were hit by a drunk driver, and his friend died, and yeah. he lost his arm. Um, and it was just too much, so that's why they moved, so he could restart his life. End of Jacob. And that's as far as we're going with that. If you want to find out the rest, you're going to have to read it. Yes. I mean, that, that is what Jacob tells everyone. Yes. And that is what you believe that's for. That's the truth you believe for most of the three book. Three quarters of the book. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so they go into the, <laughs> to the cemetery to give Ivan this moment with his mom. And um, they record it. And then, like, the security guard comes out <laughs> and is chasing them. The chase scene I pictured was something akin to Scooby Doo. Oh, my it was God. It was amazing. And the security guard, he lets them go. Like, yeah. Jacob says what they're doing, and he lets them go. And, um, now Ivan has this memory, this this photo, this video memory of the event, and it seems to have really helped him heal. Which I guess is fine if it helps you, but I didn't really understand it. No, not at all. In the realm of helping. Maybe closure? It wasn't a very long book, so no, things it was, did move it was fast. relatively short, yes. Yeah. Then was Alonzo next? And his art of mind. Oh, yes. Alonzo <laughs> was next. Yes. So <clears throat> he was learning how to express himself. Um, was it mimery? It, it was movement class. Yeah, movement class, yeah. Yeah. So um, he <clears throat> did this whole outside sidewalk miming extravaganza. It was amazing. Yes. To send to his family. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, they never responded. Yeah. And then, oh, that they really don't ever respond back. No, I didn't don't. even think of that. No. Well, that's sad. Yes, you just made me sad again. I'm sorry, because Alonzo, like, he was pretty great. Was pretty he great might have been my favorite. I kind of liked Hot Mess Cola. I identified with Cola, like attitude-wise, because I definitely had an attitude like that when I was a kid. Yeah. But I don't think I you don't were uh, drinking though at her age. Oh and God, no. Yeah. So, so she was. Um, I had the attitude, not the issue. She was an alcoholic, and I believe she was doing drugs as yes, well. Yes, yes. Um, and stealing and fighting. and Her mom kicked her out, so she was living with her dad. I just had the crabby attitude, that's yeah. all. Yeah, well, the angsty. I think we dad, all have that. Yes, a little bit. Just yeah. a smidge. Um, so Sakula so was into some bad stuff, and she has quite the chip on her shoulder. <sighs> um, but her video was more, how would you describe it? It was one of those card videos. Yes. Uh, they were on YouTube all the time. I um, still see them on, yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, you write out what you want to say on index cards, and then you play music, and you don't say anything. You just hold up the cards, and then you give people time to read the cards, and you cycle through them. I think the first one I saw was had something to do with a suicide awareness. It yeah. was God. It was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, but it, it she goes through it, um, and then at the end she says that she's accepting funds loved to have it. her tattoo removed, Lo and she turns around to show the tattoo. I loved it. And her mother, who had kicked her out, like did respond, and they were trying to sort of work on their relationship yeah. a little bit. So, as quick as this book was, it was barely two hundred pages. What two something? 
through 20, maybe. Um, a lot happened to these side characters. Yeah. You, you really cycled through a lot. I don't want to say too quickly, but, I mean, you got the gist of the issues that they were dealing with and their road to recovery. Mm -hmm. it, it was a good... It was very concise. It wasn't... They didn't leave anything out, in my opinion. I'm sure other people will have different opinions, but mm -hmm. I thought it felt neat. Yes. Did... I can't remember. Did they try to do something for Tula? If they did, I, I, to I totally don't remember. Yeah. What was it? Well, they 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 made the video. Which one? The the video of her parents because for their anniversary. That was, okay. Yeah, and that I wasn't. It sure didn't that, go well. No, I wasn't sure if that was it or not. No, that was it. Okay. They, yeah, they made the video, and then. Um, but things weren't working out for yeah, her parents. No, we won't no, spoil that. No. Um, but they made other videos, which I have as um, one of my favorite things about the book. The cat videos. The cat videos were my yes. favorite. Or it was just the one video. It was amazing. What, yes, the one. Yeah, video. yeah. But there, there would. I'm hoping there will be extra videos in the future. I would love it if somebody recorded a video like this, and like actually put it up on YouTube. Yes. So the Jacob and Patula. Patula. I like Tula better. They we'll are. We'll go with Tula because I still pronounce it wrong. Tula. They are in <laughs> English class together. Yes. And, oh gosh, was it Wuthering Heights? Yes. Um, they get paired together. Once again, I just, I keep seeing them, all the bright places. Yeah, because they have to do the same thing with the, with the, huh. the school project. I didn't yeah. even think about that. So they get paired together to do a project, and much like Violet. Um, well, I'll say Tula goes to the principal and says, <laughs> I don't, I can't work with him. Like, yeah. I, I, I need to be by myself. I need, like, note and they're like no you have to work with which him. is exactly what she does yes oh yes girl i'm seeing you everywhere now wow, it's craziness so um they get paired together to do this wuthering heights and heights project and they decide to use tula's cat to like reenact scenes from the book and tula's very crafty so she makes like all the backdrops and um the props and then um, Tula's parents help, like, kind of move the cats around. And they make this great video of the cats starring in Wuthering Heights. I wish I would have seen the real thing because it sounded amazing. It sounded absolutely incredible. Yeah. And the teacher, of course, hated it because it made fun of, like, classic literature. I know. He, he sounded like a, a lit snob. Uh, yeah. I have a degree in English. Trust me. I, I know the type. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of what brought them together. Like, that's what started their relationship together. I, I have a personal anecdote. Oh. I forgot to mention this earlier. Oh. When I was in high school, um, in my, my AP English class, shout out to Mr. Marciano. Don't know if you're listening to this. I wish you were because you were my favorite. <laughs> he had us do, was it Othello? I can't actually remember. It was one of the Shakespeare plays. I can't really remember it, but we had to pair up into groups and we had to present it in some kind of way. Like, storyboard yeah he said he had people in the past record videos of them like reenacting it and my friends that i was paired up with and i went around one of my friend's parents helped they like got us costumes and props and we went around and took pictures and reenacted it and it was amazing Yay. it was so much fun and i wish more people would do that and it definitely brought me back when i was reading that about the cats we did fond memories. <laughs> we did something similar um, of an Edgar Allan Poe story. And now I, I can't remember. Was it the Telltale Heart? Please tell me you didn't kill somebody and hide them under your floorboards. No. It was one of the ones with the black 
plague. Oh, and when okay. the bell would toll. Yeah, and yeah, there were, like, yeah. They, all the rich people secluded themselves in the castle, and there yeah. were different color-themed rooms. It was, um, oh, I loved that one. What was that one? Because they had the masks, too. Yeah. Um, Mask of the Red Death. Mask of the Red Death. That was it. Yes. And um, we went to a girlfriend's house, and <laughs> we had to change, like, each room, and we'd have, like, we'd all stop dancing when we'd hear the loud bell. And this is back when everything was done with VCRs. So we had two VCRs <laughs> <That's awesome>. to <laughs> edit. <laughs> that is awesome. And that's how we rolled. Those were the best class assignments ever. Yes, I loved those. I had such a good time in high school, like class-wise. I had great teachers. I had awesome teachers. I feel like maybe we should start reenacting some of our books and make videos. I would love that. <laughs> Coming soon, YouTube channel. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't even don't, know where we left off I now. I got go so now. distracted. Um, so how about things? We, we talked about things we liked. Not really. That's where I was going to go next. Yeah, what did you like? I, I liked how real it felt, like emotion-wise. Mm -hmm. She, Susan Nielsen handled everything very well. She paid respect to the emotions and the, the struggles mm -hmm. and what it would be like for teenagers. Also, fun fact, I don't know if you read like the author notes in the back, she worked on the set of Degrassi Junior High. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> so I fangirled. I used to love Degrassi. <laughs> I feel like everyone so your age loved it. I was so excited. She worked on the original, though. Oh. Yeah. I saw the high school one. I started watching when they were in high school. When Drake was in see, it? Yeah. <laughs> Aubrey Graham. Represent. Uh, nice. Nice. <laughs> I will say with this book, um, when um, Jacob and Tula begin a more romantic relationship, I like how that progressed. Yes. Yes, it felt very organic. Yes. And it was handled very maturely. Yes. And I also really like the crafting. <laughs> yes, you would. My crafting queen. That's me. I, I am I'm a big crafter. I am a notoriously bad crafter. Ask my little. And my big. I was in a sorority, and I made the worst crafts. I was really bad. I, I love it. <laughs> um, no skills. I didn't really obtain my crafting skills until, gosh, late 20s, early 30s. Um, but I, I craft everything now. And, and like, you're really good, too. Thank you. You are. Thank you. But I, just, I liked how Tula and Rachel, like, they, they made Everything and like yeah. Tula would like wear like these sweaters that she knitted yeah. and like these socks that she darned. The cheese grater earring holders. Yes. I thought that was awesome. And she knit hats for everybody in yeah. her group, and they all loved their hats. They all wore their hats. And Rachel and Tula went to a craft like expo together, and they met their idol. I know. I want to go to a craft expo. So sweet. So I that was I go to video game expos. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought that was a really cool yes. touch. It, it yes. added more layers of dimension. It added character. Yes. It was a it was a nice character I wouldn't say character trait. It was it was a nice like personality quirk. Yes. It was different. Yes. Things we didn't like. Mm. You start with okay. this one. We talked about it before, but yeah. um so Jacob tells like his origin story and we find out later that it's not like one hundred percent accurate. And reacts and we both of us did not really like how Tula reacted it's that's exactly what I was going to say yeah it's very she's a hypocrite yes yeah um 
finds out some things about him that are also kind of true of herself. And rather than seeing the truth reflected in another person, I don't know if it's one of those seeing your flaws in somebody else and realizing that you hate them to kind of hate yourself yeah. too thing. But she shut him out after she found out the truth. She full on meltdown and shut him out. Yes. Which is not fair. No. It's also, I mean, what what happened? What really happened with Jacob was, yeah, awful. And but again, not necessarily his fault. No. When, like when you get the full story, you know, there were definitely other circumstances. Yeah, there were. It is unclear what actually actually happened. You're you're eventually given the truth, which is there are a couple of different factors at play. Mm-hmm. And there are some people, not even just Tula, there are other people from his past that see things in black and white in one way. They have, this is what they think happened, this is what they're going to believe happened. It doesn't matter what you say. And I think it's very hypocritical of her. Yes. That was probably one of the things I disliked most about It might be the only thing I really disliked. Everything else seemed... Seemed quite okay to me. I thought the story moved a little fast, and I really yeah, I thought I, it was a little fast, but it was a good read. It was a pace, good read, you know. I, I I do get annoyed when like guys fix all the problems. Oh uh, well, I mean, there's that. I was going to talk about that in the proofs. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> um, but, but but yeah, I mean, the, the book ends on a positive note. Yes, and like I said, this isn't this isn't all the right places. Like this is a much happier, lighter story. Yes. And it's meant to be positive. Yes. Um, Which is kind of funny because All the Bright Places sounds like a a happy, light title, and it's very dark. And this is called Optimus Die First. And it's it was just absurdly fun for me. Yes. Especially in like in light of what the book is about. There was this um this great quote by um Heinlein and it was, um, a pessimist is correct oftener than an optimist, but an optimist has more fun, and neither can stop the march of events. It's true. Yes. He's the writer of, um, oh, Stranger in a Strange Land? Like, 1960s science fiction. Okay. That is the book that made my dad a reader. Really? Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Hopefully I'm saying the title right. <laughs> It'll be linked to the website when we put it up. Kristen's got this handle. I, I got it. Yeah. I'm a librarian. I will yeah. research it. And I'll make sure I have everything right. That's what we do. Absolutely. <laughs> tropes, Alexis. Oh, tropes. my Lord. This book is the embodiment of the, and then he walked in trope. Literally, with him walking in in the beginning. Yes. I, I couldn't think of a more concrete, literal example. If I was in grad school still, I would hold this up and be like, right here. You know, I... I was writing down um, similar titles, and I did put The Fault in Our Stars mm-hmm. because it, it felt the same way to me with Gus. Yeah. This kind of like, I'm in your support yeah. group now, and here I am, and here I am making everything better, and blah, blah, blah. Let's fix it. Yeah. Let's fix you. But, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess that. I'm, they want to fix the girl because they can't fix themselves. 
I will say though, I I do feel like the one redeeming quality is he didn't just fix Tula. I mean, he really helped everyone else. I I have. Oh, I don't know if it's a spoiler. I don't know if I should say it. Oh no. When later in the book, when mm-hmm. things start happening, mm-hmm. and she finds out the truth, the truth, mm-hmm. and she says, "Like what was real?" Yes. Oh, yeah. When I, oh, that was a heavy, heavy, heavy part for me because he, I've been there. Because I've he, been there. He did want to fix. Like yes. he. That was his reconciliation, helping fix everyone else. And he kind of saw her as He thought he was doing rubber. his penance. Yes. I forgot about that. I, oh. I, like, I marked the page. I wrote it down. Yeah, the heart's I took bad. a minute when I read it. Yeah. I've been there. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard for her. And it's hard to gain back that trust. Yeah, yeah. But he did. He wanted mm. to... He wanted to fix everyone. Mm-hmm. So, so then he walked in and he fixed an entire art group. Yeah. And he helped make Betty a better art therapist. He, wow. I didn't even think of it like that. He really did. Yeah. Way to go, Betty. Jacob. He, he really is Mr. Perfect. Yeah. You know, I... I like him less now. No. I, I, like, I like him, you know. He's not my favorite. If we're going to go with that trope, he's not my favorite of the no. tropes. I did love yeah. Gus. Yeah. Yeah. It is Gus, right? Yes. Augustus. Oh yeah, that there you go. Yeah, Augustus Waters. That's it. That's it. Why do I remember that? You know why I remembered? Because I just read the love interest, and uh, I still need to read that. The um, there's an it's set in high school, and two of the characters do Halloween costumes together, and they were Gus and Hazel Grace. Stop it! They were not. They were. That is amazing. That might have been like the cutest part of the book. What, what do you do? You wear like a cannula? She How did. Yes, and um, <laughs> jeans. And a brown leather jacket. Oh my gosh. I believe. Was or he wore the brown leather jacket. Yeah. I don't know. Did but she wear a sweater? I don't remember. I love it. But like they're they're explaining the costume. I'm like, I don't get it. And then they said the names. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's that's the only reason I remember his name. I know I what we're being for Halloween now. Are we? Oh yeah. My, uh, my hair is a little long. <laughs> uh relatableness of the character. Do we empathize with Tula? I probably empathize with her more than I've empathized with any of the other characters yeah. for for a, a lot of reasons. Like, I've, oh, I wrote a, a, a big a big bit on this. Yes, you did. Wow. I really, really, I drew an arrow because I didn't have enough space. I, I have never felt responsible for another human's death. Mm-hmm. I have never had anybody that that close to me. I had a friend pass away earlier this year, and I've had relatives pass away. I've never, especially somebody to die so young, mm-hmm. I don't even, couldn't even imagine Mm-mm. the kind of guilt you would feel. Mm-hmm. But I am, I am turning 26 in two months. When I was 11, is that right? Yes. 11 or 12. My, my first dog, um, she used to do like weird, goofy stuff yeah. around the house all the time. She wore my eye mask and she'd sleep with it on, and like we'd put hair ties in her oh, hair. Oh no, this is a dog story. Alexis, mm-hmm. no, I can't handle it. I still cry when I talk about it, so I'm sorry if I start to. Um, it's been 15 years, and I I still cry about her. And the night before she died, I went and stayed with my cousin. I stayed at my grandmom's house, and she was like, she was like walking into stuff. Mm-hmm. 
And I laughed. Oh. I need a minute. Oh, you no. talk. Oh, no. <laughs> you talk. Oh, so I thought the character was quite relatable. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The long and the short of it is I still feel guilty after 15 years for not being there. Yeah. Um, to the point that my, my current dog, my dog is 15 now. Precious and I am obsessed. You've seen my my watch. Yes. She's my background on here. She's adorable. I have pictures of her everywhere. When I am not home for more than ten hours, I have to have somebody check in and send me pictures and I need like updates on how she is. I'll wake her up all hours of the day and night if I think she's not breathing. She had a seizure once. I had a meltdown and took her to the vet. Poor puppy. I know. I'm just I'm so I get where she's coming from with the guilt. It's been more than half of my life later, and I still feel guilty. I understand. So I get it. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot. Part of me wants to cry. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Tula, I think because she's so no-nonsense, it makes her easier to relate to. Mm -hmm. um, she's not filled with drama. She's very matter-of-fact. And you can really feel her guilt, and you understand why she feels the way she feels. And through her eyes, I think you're also able to see, after some conversations, like why her parents feel the way they do, mm -hmm. why Rachel feels the way she does. And you can see the different ways that like guilt and anxiety and depression manifest in different people. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. like for example. I didn't mention this when we were talking about settings. Their apartment. Mm -hmm. I mean, they moved after her sister died because they couldn't be there anymore. Makes sense. I get that. And the apartment's kind of a mess because her mom has her own stuff she's dealing with and her dad's never home. So she is frantic trying to keep it as pristine as possible. Just like on the outside when she's out in the world, she tries to, to look like put together and, and fine. Yeah. But then her bedroom is disgusting. There's like there's stuff everywhere. Yes, dirty best. clothes. Her what you call them? Her dirty granny panties. Yeah, I was I could picture it so clearly. So it was interesting to me to see the parallels between the way that their house is and the way that she lives her life because she goes out of her way to make sure everything is perfect for other people. A nice outward, ex outward. Ex yes, outward appearance. appearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appearance. Whoosh. And. On the inside, she's a hot mess. Her bedroom's a hot mess. And yeah. then later, when things are starting to come more together, she takes care of herself on the inside, and she cleans up her room in a literal sense yeah. and goes through things. I thought it was a nice little little tie-in. I like that. I like that. I also super need to clean my room. Oh, <laughs> dude, me too. <laughs> Angst level. I was quite torn. I... I I put her as Eleanor because, like, the the family angst drama situation. That's a seven. Yes, sorry, my bad. That's pretty high. I, I had I just associated her with everything that happened to Eleanor and Eleanor and Parr. Yeah, you know that was a lot of family drama. Yeah, and except for the fact that Tula had Tula was just like all business. She was had no drama, but I, I think she was just pushing it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had her um, as a three, which is a Trish Pryor. Um, oh, Trish Pryor. <laughs> because she was so no-nonsense. Yeah. Like, this is just how I am. And 
it almost felt like this is how I will always be. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Um, then as you start to see her heal, she was still no yeah. drama. Yeah. You compared to the month before, which was a book about going to another land, another dimension, that book was like all drama. Oh, yeah. A Alex was drama, 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 drama. So it, it was a nice change of pace. Yes, it was. For such a like nice hard change. topic, she was very drama free. Yeah. How did you rate it? I gave it an A. <gasps> did you really? I did. And my exact words are A, I'm feeling generous and nostalgic. Oh. I gave it a C plus. Okay. So may maybe maybe a B, but mostly a C plus. Like I liked it. Yes. I would recommend it. Um, but it wasn't my favorite read of the year. Mine neither, but I'm I'm sure that my feelings for the podcast tinged my oh my my rating of the book. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I would recommend it though it was oh um, absolutely it it's was quick it read was, yes it was quick yeah. it was a nice read yeah not as light as some of the other stuff I've read no. not as dark it's not as some fluff stuff I've read. Mm -mm. it's definitely it has a, a story a purpose yeah not fluff but good yeah yeah um if you like this what else might you like I I went for all the sads I actually wrote all the sads. <laughs> We were liars, E. Lockhart. I feel like I've recommended that so much. I, I swear we, I don't only read sad books. It, I think every episode. Yeah. That's how good a book it is. It was amazing. Spectacular, amazing, 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 amazing. So good. I recommended um Everything Everything by Nicola Yoon. It's a lot lighter of a read. I still didn't get to read that. It's been out a few times, so I it was lovely. I read it very fast. Mm. Um that was recommended by another librarian in the system and um that's another one where you know like a boy yeah walks in don't but they it, always they always do but it was it was so sweet yeah it was so sweet um and you know it was someone who's dealing with like sickness and hardship and just a cute love story and it did have a happy ending so there's that next month i won't have alexis with me i'll be listening with all of you yes i'm sorry um but I will be reading uh, The X-Files Origins, Devil's Advocate by Jonathan Mayberry? Mayberry? Yes. Mayberry? I like Mayberry. Yeah. And um, I will be presenting so, with my coworker, Ryan. It's in good hands, I promise. I think so. He, he's a good guy. Yeah. I am, I think, more excited than he is. Like, I love X-Files. I was never a big X-Files fan. My dad was really into it, but he didn't want me around when he was watching it because I was a noisy little kid. Uh, they were a little scary, too, some of the episodes. I was I definitely... let me watch Highlander. Oh, that was a great movie. There could be only one. Yes. Yes. Um, X-Files is amazing. Like, when it was on Netflix, we watched it all the time, and we do own, like, every episode on Blu-ray in my house. We watch it a lot. Nice. We, we, lo we nice. love X-Files. I Even I have to come over. You do. Yeah. Even the, the newer season that people were kind of mad about, I did enjoy I forgot they brought it back. They're bringing it back again. Oh, really? I really have to start watching yeah. it then, eventually. Whenever I have time, whenever that is. Scully and Mulder, they are they're the best. I skipped them. I want to believe. Yes, yay! <laughs> <laughs> so that will be next month. Um, in the meantime, make sure to check us out at www.camdencountylibrary.org slash Y-A-A-H hyphen podcast. Or look for us on Facebook. Yes, we're on Facebook. Do we have Twitter? 
No. No. Oh, wait, Facebook. Young Adult Heart. I feel like I messed up that website again, didn't I? No. I didn't? No, you got it right. Oh, cool. I got I'm it right. proud. Thank you. Um, we will have a link up with our podcast there and a link to the book Optimist Die First if you want to borrow it from the library. And we'll have all the other books that we mentioned. I feel like we mentioned today. less this time. But that's okay. I don't know. I, I feel like we're making up for mentioning so many in the horrendous Twilight episode you made me suffer through. That was the best episode so far. <laughs> that was my favorite. Um, <laughs> if you're looking for something great to read, you know, stop on by the library. We'd love to give you some reading suggestions. I might not be here that often, but if you see me walking around, feel free to ask. Yeah. I don't mind. Yeah, she doesn't mind. Maybe one day Alexis will write her book, and then she can be on here as an author. As soon too. as I find out what this mythical free time thing is. Yeah, then you can write your book. Yeah. But in the meantime, we'll have Alexis back yeah. at the end of the year. Maybe do a 2017 recap Yes. of all the greatness and the not-so-greatness. Can I be the not-so-greatness? I, you know what, the stuff I've read this year, I think will both be some <laughs> not so greatness. We'll, we'll draw straws. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's about it for us. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for tuning in another month, guys. This is Kristen signing off. And Alexis, bye. bye.